This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Suchi boy. You must have met Doc Ellis somewhere along the way. I didn't think you? so. Doc yeah. Ellis, a yeah. Pittsburgh pitcher. I actually, after he got sober later in life and became kind of a, uh, uh, you know, he was big in AA and he was big in trying to get people off drugs and stuff. But uh, he ended up dying of cirrhosis anyway because he drank so much. But um, I got to talk to him once, and that's when he told me how he used to come up to Minnesota in the winter and rent a fish house out right. of Minnetonka, and then he drew drugs for like a week, and nobody buys it. It's great. You got these little houses out there on the ice, and right. nobody, nobody bothers comes you. over and sees you. No, nobody bothers you. But it was uh, June 12th, 1970, yeah. that he pitched his no hitter. Okay. And uh, the, the, he always has claimed he was high on LSD. That's when he right. Pitched That's LSD right. when he pitched it. So the Guardian, of all things, has a great piece on this reviewing it. And uh, he uh, was, uh, they were in San Diego, and he went to see one of his friend's girlfriends the night before. I don't know what was going on there, but he dropped some acid, yep. and, he, to tie, and he timed the hit for what he got to the place, right? Right. And uh, then they, they drank all night and took more acid, and then the, some fr the, the friend comes back and says... Uh, hey, Doc, I just looked in the paper. There's a doubleheader tonight, and you're pitching the first game at 6 o'clock, you know, in yeah. San Diego or 5 o'clock. So uh, he, he he says, what, what? He says, what happened to yesterday? He thought it was like, <laughs> he, thought it was, he thought it was still Friday, not Saturday, because he'd taken so many what drugs. What happened to yesterday? But, I mean, he was a great BSer. But he told in, in his retelling of this later, he said, there was a point when I thought Richard Nixon was the plate umpire. <laughs> Holy man! And then he said, one time Jimi Hendrix came to the plate with a guitar. Oh, you my know? God. He hit two people. He walked eight. He uh, Apparently, they made some great plays for him, the pirates behind him. And he, but he... he God knows how many pitches he threw with eight walks and stuff, but he went nine innings. He started the All Star game the next year, seventy one. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was twenty five year old kid then, but God, he was crazy. It's just a you know I I love the 
What's the yeah. documentary on him? John Heights recommended it a bunch. Oh, I did watch it, yeah. And he said it's fantastic. Yeah, it is, because he really is a, was a good guy. He was a big... <laughs> Big and trying to expose baseballs. Are you having uh, some gas attacks? No, I think I uh, just uh, might have had a... That's that's the only Diet Coke I've had since I got here today. Really? At uh, 11.30, so I'm pretty but proud. It couldn't be more than Maybe that's why you're behind, your body's behind schedule. That could be. Anyway, yeah, it was. Uh, he was really a good guy when I I, I... I talked to him like once when he was playing, but this was afterwards. I think he was in town for a big AA function or something like that. Mm. But he died in his 50s of cirrhosis. I got a note from Brian Lee who has a Bud Grant story for us. All right, does this involve does this involve Bud's love of money or no. something else? Okay, hearing you and Patrick talking about Bud's idiosyncrasies. Yes, I worked on the grounds crew, nineteen seventy five to nineteen eighty at Met Stadium. Oh wow, what a job! Our first break in the morning was at nine a.m. We took our break in the shop, which was in the tunnel area under the third base side. One day I was. Walking to break at the same time Bud was walking to the twins' room where the defense met for meetings. I said hi to Bud as I walked by him. He stared at me and said nothing. The next day, the same scenario occurred, and I said hi, and again, he said nothing. The next day, I was like the heck with it, and I walked right by him. After a few seconds, Bud said, what, no hello? <laughs> Every day after, I said hi, and he never said another word to me. Oh yeah, we've, we've told it fifty times, yeah. but the uh, we did that yesterday. Oh, that's such on, a great uh, line. Frito Lay, I think, was the first with sponsor, the sponsor, first sponsor of Lynn's first sponsor. Yeah, and he had all the Frito Lay guys down there at the for a day of training camp, and they had a little reception for him. I think right there in Gage Hall. Yeah, and. Bud came in and he glad handed everybody and met him and for Lynn and the next morning one of, and they let the guy, the Yahoos, stay there someplace. And the next morning Bud's walking down to have breakfast and hey and some guy who met him the night before comes, Hey Bud and Bud looks at his hand and says, We did that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, God! There was an official team function. Okay, but yeah. I'm not. We're not going to be sitting out here BSing with some guy in the hall. Was that just a means of he wanted it that level of professionalism, or he just wanted to distance himself from the locals? He was going to do. No, he was going to do that function that he had to do. But Bud's time was very valuable yeah. to Bud. He was not. You know, Bud was. He had to do his hunting and his fishing and sure. his family stuff and uh, all that. And you know, Bud might be the last of the last of the football coaches that was home for dinner. Right. You know, and, sure. And of course, you know they built the the Vikings moved to Winter Park and right. Bud lived five minutes away over there in Anderson Lake. So yesterday there was a great interview during the uh, <coughs> Canadian Open with Jay Monahan. Oh, okay. I, I, sh I wish I'd seen that. I think it was Jim Nance interview. Yeah. It was a pretty good interview. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about this live mm -hmm. deal. Yes. You know that those same guys will just keep playing each other? Yes. Well, yeah. that's not a that's not a golf league. That's just a circus act. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's there's 48. They what they're going to limit it to 48, right? Yeah, and look you, what Schwarzel won yesterday for first prize. Four, four million, and then he got another 750 because he was on the winning team. Four point seven. Yes. Yeah, but they're just going to end up playing each other. You're right. right. Yeah, there's 48 guys, and I don't know if somebody doesn't make it. Does somebody? Uh, you know, it's. Uh, 
Yeah, I, you know, I never, I never, that never occurred to me. But yeah, if you, if you, and, and then Monahan said, "When's the last?" And he brings up nine eleven, and uh, you know, the Saudis were behind mm-hmm. that. And he said, "When's the last time anybody on the PGA ever had to apologize for playing on the PGA?" Yeah, I think it's an outrage these guys did that. That split. Yeah, yeah I wonder. It's all money. They just and, took the money. At this point, nobody's put them on TV, right? Aren't they no. on streaming? They're on. Something. I don't know. But it's, it, it's, you know, I have streaming and I have every, because of the bride, I have every app known to man. And I, it wasn't a, on any of those. So I, I don't know where the, where, if you wanted to watch it, apparently the crowd wasn't very good. Uh, no. And then the first it. thing McElroy said after he won yesterday was, this was really important because I've got 21 victories now. And that's one more than Norman. <laughs> yes, that is. That wow. Is. Yeah. yeah. That was, he stuck it to him right now. I wonder what, but it's all, you know, with Norman, it's all about what are they giving him? They probably gave him a hundred million to, to put the thing together, put, yeah, to, to put in his own pocket. They I can't take it, it seriously. No, it's the Saudi... Uh, and by the way, every time we go to the gas pump, we're helping to pay for the live purse, right? Right. That's, uh, so, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I, I hope people continue to have no interest in it, but, uh, you know what? It's really going to hurt. It's not going to hurt the, it'll be the, the big story at the U S open this week becomes these guys, right? That's right. Yeah. It's all these guys that played in it. And, uh, but the three of them, the, the weekly event that of those 48 guys, Hollis probably would have had 15 of them, mm-hmm. you know, here mm-hmm. and he won't have them mm-hmm. at the, uh, they're suspended for the open. PGA. Yes. Yeah. They're no longer. Will they ever. lift those suspensions? The, no, those guys. Monahan was PO'd. Most mm. of them resigned mm-hmm. so they couldn't be. So then they, they resigned. So then there was no formal suspension of them. They just, hmm. They're just not members anymore, so they don't get to play. Would there be a difference in somebody like Graham McDowell, who has no uh, definitive American allegiance? Well, I think he's a PGA member. He is a PGA yeah, member. Because he plays a lot there. Yeah. And, and, well, you know, they're playing for the money. They, you know, there's no... There's nothing that will happen to their legacy as great golfers that happens here, right? Nothing in these tournaments mm-hmm. will add to their legacy no. as great golfers. Johnson has become uh, a non-factor. Yes, and unless he comes and wins. But the big rivalry is going to be now when one of those guys wins a open, if DeChambeau wins the Open or something mm-hmm. like that, right? You knew that knothead was going to go. He took it, though. huh? Patrick oh, Reed? Did Patrick Reed? Patrick Reed took it, too. But DeChambeau, DeChambeau hasn't, didn't play this week because no. I think he uh, pledged his... Pledge it late. Kevin Nah, yeah, who gives a damn? Did Kevin Fowler Nye. join up? No. Oh. No, not yet. But who knows? <laughs> yeah. That what kind a of joke. money. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's, it, it's. Now, this is U.S. Open week. Yes. We're going to Brookline. Yes. The country club. We are. And, and all those guys, if they're eligible, they, they will be able to play at Brookline. Yeah, the USGA, there's, there's not a major that they can't. Well, no. What about the Masters? Uh, oh, the Masters, they can, that's not a PGA event. That's a that's an what in, is independent event, the oh, Masters. Right. The Masters, the Masters, the PGA is run by the PGA of, of, of America, right. the, club, the club pros, not that. So I suppose they could ban them if they wanted to, but right. I don't think they will. I wonder what LIV stands for. I wonder what it means. Uh, it is stands, it an acronym? I read, yeah, it's an acronym for, 
Is it like Roman numerals when we do a Super That's Bowl? That's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. It's uh, 40. Well, bleep is that, is that? Is that? I don't know. What I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm it will sure. be easy to continue to have no interest in them if they're never on TV. So Yes. Yes. And But you're right. It's like, okay, which one, of, which, which one of these guys won this week? Yeah. I mean, because you, but you're not going to have John Daly coming out of nowhere and waving a towel and winning the McElroy wins the Canadian Open, gets one point something, and Schwartzel mm-hmm. wins this made up yeah. fake crap and gets over four million. Yeah. And that's, you're going to find out who, you know, Dustin Johnson and DeChambeau, and these, they don't need the money, they just want the money. Uh, I have it, by the way, here. The name L-I-V is a reference to the Roman numeral for 54. The score, if every hole on a par 72 course were birdied and the number of holes to be played at L-I-V events. Yes, 54. That's what I said. So uh, answer me this. I would not have passed the L. One V being fifty four though my Roman numerals are never have never been strong. You're good at math, but just not. Well, now that you tell me it's a Roman numeral, I would have got it. L is fifty, and then the one is minus five or fifty four. Fifty four. Yeah, yeah, right there. So, what's the difference between? I didn't know this that the 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 majors were not PGA. What what's the difference? USGA. United States Golf Association. Okay, gotcha. United States Golf. That's supposedly the amateur golf, but it's it. The U.S. Open is USGA. Got it. Okay. United States Golf Association, and they have not taken any action here. They don't want to get sued. What will the Brits do? Will they let them play the Open? The British Open is run by uh, the Royal and Ancient. Ancient. They don't run the European Tour, so they'll let them play. I would think they'll let them play. And, you know, it's certainly going to add a little element to those major tournaments these you know it's going to be like oh we're you know they're they're waiting to win one so they can say see we got the best players in the world playing for the, the glory live, of saudi arabia i bet the live players are going to be ostracized eh, mcelroy's already sending a signal he wants yeah. no part of it yeah that's true they it will, they won't be buddied up i am not surprised dustin johnson though because he's cool. kind of we said there's not much going on nah, up there. There's nothing going. Just just go for the money, you yeah. know. And uh, and DeChambeau, not at all. I'm sure he just wanted the attention. Right. But I don't know. Is did what Monahan say about letting him back? Is I mean, if he stopped just short of saying never. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be lawsuits if it comes to that. Yeah. I don't know on what grounds the the players would have to sue. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna. Uh, um, I I don't know some kind of an antitrust thing. Or well, what would this or, be the equivalent to? Would this be the equivalent of an NFL player going to play for the XFL? No, I don't no. think so because it's team sports. This is individual sports okay. too. The the element would be like uh, if the uh, Saudi started a football league and Brady went to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, but the. This team element they threw in there is really stupid. Nobody knows what what the hell that's about. Is that to promote camaraderie or to make you think you're watching the Ryder Cup? I don't like the whole deal. Yeah. Did they really offer Tiger two billion? I read one billion. Oh. To do what? To play? To go to live. To be in live. Oh well, he can't even be a move. Can't even go play at the. You know, the open, he had to pass in the open. Well, I didn't know that. He did pass in the open this year. 
He's not playing. Really? Yeah. He'll go. Oh, wow. to, he'll, he'll play uh, St. Anthony. Uh, St. Andrews. So he's skipping uh, the country club in yes, Brookline. Yeah. He's. I don't think. I think he was. I think he was a mess after the Southern Hills. He should have never went too. there. He should have never went there. He well, should've. it's too hot and it's too hilly. Yeah. <laughs> the country club, though, terrible place for a major golf tournament if you want to put people out there. The tees are like country clubs here, like Minicata. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the greens and the tees are right Close next to each, to each other. other. They yeah. might have moved them a little bit to do something, but I, that's where I covered the Ryder Cup where the U.S. team made complete jackasses It hasn't been there. The Open hasn't been there since 88. That would have been Curtis Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't he win back-to-back U.S. Opens? Yeah. I think there and in Rochester, New York. And they got, why did they get the Ryder Cup? I don't think they'd ever had the PGA, did they? I don't think they played the PGA no. there. I wonder, I guess they just wanted to go to some ancient, uh, ancient. What is it? It's supposed to be the original, like the first or something? Uh, or one of the first, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it smells like money there. I know that. Oh, it must. <laughs> I don't like waiting until 9.15 tonight for the first pitch. Let's go. Yeah, well, you know, on the weekends, I like a West Coast road deal, trip. You know, I'm kind of in favor of having a country have one time, right? Okay. Yeah, let's just so, so you know where the sun is. The best let's thing baseball did recently, by the way, was the weeknight 6:40 start. Yes, make her six them, o'clock. Them, let's go. A lot of them are doing 6:40 now. That's yep. that's good. Although the other night, Friday, I didn't know if we were ever going to end. That thing was what. Three, Pat, twenty-five something. We like played that. an eleven-inning amateur <laughs> baseball game Friday night that started at seven thirty. And you were done at nine forty. Well, when I got in my vehicle, I was still listening to the post-game show. Okay, on Friday really? night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's uh. Yeah, there was there were some long games this weekend. Well, you play the Yankees. They're always the That's Yankees true. won't swing the bats. So the Yankees are waiting for that pitch right now. We were uh, we were mentioning that they have a, a a great documentary on Doc Ellis. You know who they're not going to make a documentary on? Hmm. Coal bleeping sands. Really? <laughs> what are we doing? This is, uh, I was uh, talking about that today. This was this was when the wave of young developed pitching. I mean, you can't count Joe Ryan because you traded you traded for him. For him. But this was we were supposed to be getting the wave yep, here. Here we where, go. Where the hell's the wave? Where's the wave? Bailey Ober's the wave, and uh, he got uh, you know he's been on the DL twice. So, uh, by the way, another thing that really bothers me, Joe. Mm-hmm. We got the injured list now instead of the disabled list. Oh, disabled list was good enough for a hundred years, right? It's too offensive why, now. Why do we, to it's, who? It's too offensive. To who? To the disabled. Because we're not taking is that dis- why they changed it? Yeah, we're not taking disablement seriously enough. I Are guess. you kidding me? I didn't. I didn't know you didn't know that. I did not know that. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Well, I always you still use DL on Twitter, just so people can respond. That's, that's not, uh, you're outdated. Yes. Why don't you retire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is really this new element of twins offenses. Young, young oh yes, twins yes. lovers that are uh, happy. But here's what I hate, Joe. Here's what got me going this weekend. And they won the game. Saturday, uh, I was at the game in a Katie's godson uh, bid for a suite mm-hmm. through Habitat for Humanity. And Chris Coleman was there. He's ahead of that. And, mm-hmm. and, it was, and he got a bunch of family members there. It was fine. They had a 
bunch of cute little kids running around and stuff. And uh, so Arise hits the Grand Slam. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Now you get to the uh, late in the game, and they're ahead 6-5, to five, and Correa's not playing and Buxton's not playing. Saturn, neither the, the, the scheduled rest days. Mm-hmm. Why we have one, I guess we can explain Buxton. You're we can't to get explain games out of him. We can't explain Correa. I don't understand. Now <laughs> you're paying him thirty-six billion, and he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Play him until he he's, can't move. He, they should be doing to him what the Cubs did with the Roldis Chapman when they or, went to the World Series. Or CC, what the Brewers did with CC Sabathia. Get your ass out there and <laughs> he play. He only threw one hundred and forty <laughs> pitches today. CC Waddle out there and throw another <laughs> inning. So Correa is now getting. They they somehow. The big Alec, what do you call it? Rhythm, what the hell? Algorithm. The big algorithm they have. (laughs) Twice, Correa and Buxton have not played on the same day. That is just moronic. So, but here's the deal. You now, Nick Gordon hurts himself. Probably playing shortstop because he's terrible. But anyway, he hurts himself. So, you need... A shortstop for the ninth inning, right? Mm-hmm. You have maybe the best shortstop in baseball mm-hmm. sitting in the dugout. Instead, you take Polanco off second and put him to short where mm-hmm. he's half as good as he is at second. You take a rise and put him at second, uh, take him off first, and then you get that complete stiff Miranda to play first base. Somebody, I was ripping Miranda, and somebody said they should read the Miranda rights to the fans when they put this guy at first base, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, rather than send Correa out there and tell him to play the top of the ninth inning and win the game. Yes, w- one like, inning. One inning. And, and I heard... Uh, uh, Corey and uh, Gladden saying, well, you're gonna, they're going to have to use their best defense in the ninth inning with a run run lead, aren't they? And then they had to come back and, and say. And they come in with the worst they, and, possible and, and, and infield Gladdy, line. Gladdy said, Gladdy said, well, I don't know. He's still leaning on the fence down there, you know, Correa. Meaning. But they pulled that game out. They did, but only because nobody hit a ball to Miranda. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, he is not a good God, fielder. He's a hack. Mm. He is a hack. Uh, but uh, yeah, why the hell are we I mean, giving Korea days off? I don't know. Korea, he's does he know. have a history like Buxton of being hurt? Well, he was just on the IL. Yeah, but, but that, that was, was for COVID, I believe. That was for I was it COVID? I, I thought so. I can't remember what it was. By the plus, they're COVID with Joe Ryan. Ten, he missed like two weeks. How can you miss two weeks with COVID? Yeah. This Maybe. version, you don't have COVID for two weeks. You take. He's, he's driving around town, I heard, hanging out, looking for, you know, he's on active on social media looking for stuff to do. By the way, speaking of CC, yeah. uh, have you seen his bit that he does for MLB Network? I bet it's pretty good. So it's him. I don't know who the actual broadcaster is. And then there's another, and they, they'll watch a game in somebody's living room, or maybe mm-hmm. it's in a broadcast studio. And instead of you hearing a regular play-by-play guy in a color commentary, you just listen to them BS with each other. It's pretty good. Oh, he's I, a character. I, I've caught it a couple times. It's pre, it's pretty good. He is a really nice guy. Remember the remember how the twins hated him. Well, he yeah, he didn't like the twins too, right? Yeah, because yeah. they would bunt on him or they something. Would bunt on him. Yeah, he hit Herbie once too, right? Didn't he throw it? No, not Herbeck. Uh, he hit a Herbeck. No, he didn't like Gogo, and he didn't like uh, 
Who was the other guy he didn't like? No, but he threw at somebody, and we got all worked up about it, too. I can't yeah, yeah it was. couldn't have been Herbie. It was after Herbie. Yeah, what the hell am I thinking of? Maybe Morneau or, or uh, Maurer. Or I can't somebody. remember. I don't know. But he's a character. You like anyway. the... Uh, you like the Tampa Colorado matchup? No, I was rooting what for the What happened Rangers. to your Rangers? I was by rooting the way. for the Rangers. They looked horrible yesterday. No, they lost the last four, right? They were up 2 0. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were up 2 0 and lost four straight. Tampa, amazing story. That team they had that scored more goals than any team since Edmonton, basically. Got swept in the first round right. after they had an ungodly number of points. And now, since then, they're going to maybe win three in a row. Mm-hmm. Judley, Mr. Hockey, who really watches all this stuff very closely, thinks that they probably going to beat Colorado because they have better goaltending. Because mm-hmm. so, uh, so. the Avs have be Cooper. Good, it, Don't they have Cooper? Yeah, the Cooper. Colorado. Dear Cooper, he was hurt for a while in the uh, final. Colorado's got the coveted rest, though. Oh, they got the rest, man. They <laughs> Nine, the 10, rest. 11 days before they play. Wow. Again, they, didn't they have rest last time, too? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, I, it should be good. I mean, it should be pretty But this late is later than usual, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, they're about two this weeks This is later. terrible. They're always, they usually are done before the NBA, and they're just getting started, and the NBA has already played four games. Right. And they don't play again until tonight. 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 That's right. It mm-hmm. is funny how they, you know, they used to, like, covet Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Now they'd rather play. They, they put the game off an extra day to play on Monday night. Hmm. Apparently you can get more people watching TV. But aren't their ratings night. just dreadful for the finals? I don't think so. Oh, I thought Not I read that they were, that they were this, down. This. Did you watch any of this uh, Watergate special that CNN's been running for two weeks? It's uh, put together by John Dean, kind of a documentary. I Is it is it a rerun? I've watched something. But prior to it last night was a documentary on this uh alex jones oh yeah why is he not in a padded cell somewhere <laughs> i don't know but you know who's uh you know who's uh a big buddy of his now who uh the pillow guy uh, royce white is he really oh, yeah really? yeah royce white who's well, trying, royce running, white can't be taken seriously he's trying to uh he's running the republican nominee to, to run, run against Il- ilhan. ilhan yeah yeah but he can't be taken seriously no he he's would. on alley but he also was big in the judge floyd protest trying to lead marches and stuff and then he decided okay this isn't going to get me any so now he then he decided to become a right-wing uh crazy jones is nuts crazy. oh yeah he's insane as hell He's, you know. Now when that, who's the comedian Reeves who does, Will Sasso. Yes. I now know why his Alex Jones is so great. He did, he starts off that comedic, comedic bit doing Alex Jones. Oh, okay. And I'm so unfamiliar with Alex Jones that I I didn't know he was doing Alex Jones. Now after watching this thing, uh, Will Sasso can do a great Alex Jones. I love the crazy, my my favorite. My my favorite part of the of the whole hearing though was uh, the 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 whole thing that came up during the hearing was the crazy chick from Missouri, Bobert. Yeah, is it Bobert? Yeah, she was she was saying where Nancy's movements were, revealing Nancy's movements because she wanted to protect. She wanted then she was she wanted security officers to know uh, officers to know where uh, Nancy was headed right <laughs> well i i need to preface this such you you do recall so pat will sasso does this bit it's called the fighter and the kid 
Mm-hmm. It's a podcast that he does with another comedian. They're hysterical. The problem is they're littered with profanity. Okay. I don't think the the first part is. Well, well never mind. Because we, so, Pat, the reason we— I just we, wanted to hear him do the Alex Jones part. Well, but, but what we also need to, to tell Pat is he also does an amazing Jesse. Will Sasso oh, yeah, does. I know. I, I think I'd heard that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well— but you, uh, this is. You, you, I, I'll start listening to it in queue and see mm-hmm. if there's any profanity. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the few, the Hubbard podcasts are some of the few in America that don't use profanity, right? That's that uh, I'm aware they're, of. They're extremely popular. We're even now trying not to use it during yeah. breaks. We, uh, <laughs> we made her about 13 seconds. Yeah. Oh, be not during breaks because it might be picked up somehow. No, it's because uh, ultimately this whole thing's gonna be on YouTube, right? And so we've been practicing not being too oh, foul. But if it's on YouTube, do they know what you're saying during the break? The uh, management team would prefer that if people were subscribing to the Garage Logic, you know, you full length yeah, YouTube but, 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 video, but then we, we, you still gotta silence it during the breaks. No, as we take the break, right. the viewer stays with us and listens to us during the break. Oh, well, that's what that they're signing good. up for. So we're uh, we're practicing. Not, we're practicing. You know who needs practice? You know me for the Friday. Uh, I just I that that solves it. I'll never come in here on Friday again. Right. <laughs> right. I never. How'd Pat lose his newspaper gig? <laughs> well, he came in on a Friday. <laughs> You have a you have a really disappointing update on the game of floss. Oh, God Almighty! God Almighty is right. <laughs> uh, this started. Oh, you know it really kind of traces back to when our lawnmower people didn't show up. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. So we we were we were enjoying the no mow may. Yeah. Even though we didn't it, it intended to. <laughs> right. But there could have been families of large animals living out in this grass. In fact, you were the trendsetter that started No Mo June. <laughs> no June. <laughs> it was. But anyway, what what set her off? Uh, just, just. Uh, yeah. It, anyway, but what I oh, told I remember. You, no, I, I remember what it was. You had uh, someone was coming. And he was going to cut your lawn twice because they weren't able to accommodate your initial request. I believe that that's what happened. Anyone would have. But what I told you guys is the last three or four days, the game of flaws has been upgraded to anticipation of your flaws. Future flaws. Future flaws. It's become. They haven't even committed yet. You haven't even committed yet. You might have no intentions to commit it, but you know. Mm hmm. Deep in her heart, she knows you want to do this, right. or you're going to screw this up. And I think it was triggered kind of, we, uh, she drives me nuts when we go to a restaurant yeah. because she says, put your credit card away before you sign the bill. You know, put your credit card away, put it away, put it away. I said, put it, I haven't, I said, I haven't left one in a restaurant in three years. Right. Okay, sh- uh, be quiet. I won't. I won't. Uh, please be quiet. Please. And that's exactly what you said. It might have been a little more candid. No, that's exactly than what you said. Yeah. Please be quiet. Yeah. So, not shut the. And, and, and please be quiet. And sure as hell, we went to a place Thursday for lunch, and I left the credit oh, card no. in the thing. Uh-oh. So now, that has given her on this this righteous stance 
of what an idiot I am. Oh. And it's now carried over to virtually everything right. in life that, uh, that, that is, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's just... Uh, Future flaws. Mm-hmm. It's a game I, I, I can always tell... How things are going by how much TV we watch in the same room, yeah. you know. Ah. There was uh, about three days there when uh, she stuck to the Kardashians and I said, we usually find a compromise show to watch for an hour or two, but... Uh, well, Kenny and his that. roommate, they watch the same show in different rooms. Do they? Yeah. Yep. And they text each other. What'd you think of that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just... That just makes things... He uh, says that's the cure to happiness in a marriage. Spend less time with each other. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. No, oh, here was the one. Yeah. Yesterday, I get the, you know, I, I could make the long walk over to the, uh, to the mailbox. It's probably 100 feet, you know, right. <laughs> up there. Street, but usually I come in and take a whip around in the cul-de-sac, right? And uh, grab the, you know, just grab it on the way back, you know, just pull up there in the curb and and grab it on the way back. And I'm doing that, and one of the uh, neighbor gals up in the cul-de-sac is there, so we say hello, and the top's down, so they start chatting it up. Mm-hmm. So after about eight minutes, I put her and they're still talking. I put her in drive, and I'm gonna. And so the the other gal says, "Oh, so we're finished?" Yeah. I said, "Yeah, yeah as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I we did get, this yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we did this. Yeah, <laughs> I am." So she gets out of the car. Katie gets out of the car to consider the continue the conversation. Right. But I, it was a, a great humiliation to, right. to her that I wouldn't sit there and hear them. Talk about okay, what I want to know is, you, you mean to tell me your mailbox is not at your house? No, it's up there. We got, uh, they drop them off. I wonder why that is. Mine's the same way. Huh. It's in a bank of six right. on the other uh, side Harold of the street. Harold across, uh, mine is right next to Harold's, up, and it's up in the cul-de-sac. So it's, uh, yeah, the I, I, I don't think, we don't have mailboxes on our side of the street because they, they well, got Let me them. ask you something. When you yeah. got the house, did they have a mail slot? No, it doesn't have a mail slot. Really? No, no. They, they, uh, they do the whip around in the cul-de-sac. I'll too, be so. I haven't had a mail slot in any home I've owned. Mm. I've not. I've never had one that didn't. Hmm. Call me now. Yeah. How do you get your mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Call me now. And tell us about your mail. Joe and I still get mail. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Patrick, you're very familiar with the scene of amateur baseball. Yes, I am. Joe, you're going to love this. Yesterday, we are taking on the Lonsdale Aces at their okay. ballpark. All right. And uh, Are they the Aces? I yeah, know they that. are the Aces. Locate this for me. Where's Lonsdale? Uh, she's down by New Prague. Due, due west of the Big Steer on 19. Okay. From 35. You know, you take 35 south where the Big Steer exit is. I'm not sure I've seen the Big Steer. Okay, yeah. anyway. Anyway, Whatever. yeah, Jim Pat said just south of New Prague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In any event, so I... The bride oh, says, 19. Isn't that what you take into Northfield? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I know you where you go that the is. other direction. But you yeah. go the other yeah, direction. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, she says, Oh, it's going to be a nice day. Why don't, why don't the boys and I join you for the ball game? Okay. I said, Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Boys come out on the field. Well, they have a deal there in Lonsdale where kids retrieve fall balls, they get 50 cents. Oh, whoa. For boy. a fall ball. 50 cents. Not Shades the of Max Moloch down yeah. at St. Mary's. Yes, right. Find that ball. So yeah. now you've got my two boys, the pitching preacher's son, working it. 
Yep. So they know, okay, a left-handed hitter's up. Yeah. The, the foul they balls are going to be on the way. third base side. Mm-hmm. Right-handed hitter's up another shift. So they got a they got a, a program. Are down. they all about the same age? Yes, they're all about uh, the same okay. age. And so uh, when but they they're re- not a team. Kind of. They're still fighting for the ball, but they they want one of revenue. those three to get it instead of one of the other kids okay. to get it. Okay. So they bring the ball up to the concession stand, and here's where the scam takes place. Yeah. Well, here, kid, here's 50 cents, or here's some candy. Oh. Or if they brought two, oh, you guys could each get a soda pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had so much bleeping sugar <laughs> at this game yesterday. And Jess was just... They didn't, they didn't go for the cash then. Huh? Oh, God, no. It was uh, all candy all the time uh-huh. to the point where my wife was l- l- sitting on the on the side, you know, sitting in the sun, watching the game, chatting it up with all the other wives and girlfriends. And she says, how much candy have you guys had? And they kind of all looked and... He had a pocket full of empty wrappers. Really? And they each had about three <laughs> empty soda cans on them. Wow. Needless to say, they, they went to should, bed at about 3 o'clock in the morning today. They should have played a ball game. We had, we had the kids in the suite Saturday. Oh, yeah. And among the, you know, in the suite, they had like a dish of M&Ms, a dish of whatever these things that are rubbery. Uh, what, what like the, the hot kids? tamales or the Mike the and kids? Ike's? No, no, no. The... the Chewy ones. Oh, the gummy worms and gummy stuff. Gummy worms. Yeah. They had four of them, and then they got the one kid, Hugh, man. He was young. And you turn around, and one time, Hugh's got the whole dish of M&Ms in front of him. And the next time, he's got the whole dish of gummy bears oh. in front of him. And the next time. And then, the next time, nobody can find him, and he's down trying to get in the elevator and leave, you know, and he's about three <laughs> or something, three or four. Kids... They don't have a good attention span no. at a ball game, no. you know. They do not have a good attention. They want to eat candy and they want to chase after fall balls. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is <laughs> that is true. I was telling Judd the great story today about my uh, uh, old man's, which I've told you before, about uh, when he advertised the mosquito-free ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty, I don't know what it was. A, Five dollar reward for every lie. There are we mosquito free fold the ballpark because they somebody go around and spray. And they there were millions of them, you know. Right. Yeah, but but every they had a little ad in the paper. Five dollars if you find a live mosquito. Really, live mosquito. Yeah. And it's all my buddies, all the kids were running around grabbing live mosquitoes, and they'd come over and show them to my old man, and my old man would take them and say. Squish. That's, that's, not a lie. that's not a live mosquito. And they come back to me and say, Your dad's a liar and a cheating. I said, Buyer beware. I yeah. mean, what the you know, nobody five dollars for a live mosquito. <laughs> and there was he had mosquito mush all over him. But the best part he put an ad in the paper. Yeah, add the paper to it because this was after T V had started. Right. So People know they could stay home and watch a black and white TV and not get bit by mosquitoes and right. go to the ball game. Right. You had to have something to get them to the, go to the ball game, so he had to promise them there were no mosquitoes. So it's safe to come and pay a fifty cents to go to the ball game yeah. and have a beer, you know. So, <laughs> hey, have you been to Target Field as a fan yet? I went the very first weekend against the M's. I went so, Saturday. So what are they charging you for a beer? If well, I'm trying to remember, I remember buying myself a tall. Uh, beer and I got a mixed drink for her, and I believe it was twenty five bucks, maybe a little bit more than twenty five. Jen told me it was sixteen for a surly, but then Declan said it was thirteen. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. What do you think? It I, is, I'm going to guess 13, 14 bucks, something like you that. You get a six pack for 13 bucks. Yeah, you can. How can they, you know, boy, they're doing, you, you, you get everybody, you, you get some people to show up at the ballpark and they get there on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. They drive in from Winnebago. And neither Buxton or Correa is playing. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Go back yeah. to that Correa not coming out in the ninth. I don't know. To play defense. Was there ever I, a Rocco answer to that? I don't know if anybody asked him. Let me I guess. was gone by then. That was the plan. Well, yeah, it was a scheduled day off. Oh, for God's sake. But, can't but they let Buxton pitch around in the top of the ninth. Yep. Oh, they did? Yep. Yes. But I was in the process but of, But they yeah, didn't I, then put him in center field. No, oh, we can't no, do that. Which, which is... Which is uh, would have violated his day off. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Uh, I don't know what it is. I it's 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 got to be coming from above. It can't be all Rocco, can it? I I don't know. I don't know the answer. Did to that. you see this week that uh, when Griffin because that dumbhead Miranda didn't charge the ball at first base, so Griffin Jacks the Air Force Academy guy yeah. has to run over there and dive at it and try to throw it, the pitcher, and then Miranda's not covering first anyway. Uh, did you see that play? No, I did not. Well, he dives, and he gets up, and he goes, uh, here's what he does. He's got the right arm. He goes, uh, You know, he goes like, I think that was his left. He went like, uh, Like a little, you know, like, okay, like a, I got, okay, I got, got something a here. Tight, a little tight here. Out of the dugout. Out of the dugout we come. And we're looking at and the the look of concern that Doc Rock had for Jax. I said, I compared it to a surgeon who has to tell the patient it didn't go as well as we hoped. You know, the surgery was <laughs> yeah, unsuccessful, yes, it was, which would be the first ever. Yes, yeah, we tried to do it. You know, you're, uh, you know, it didn't go as well as we'd hoped. Right now, but it's Doc 57 is, and cloudy in Seattle. Doc is, uh, well, they got the roof, so they don't care. Well, plus it's only uh, 12-20. That's Seattle, man. Seattle is, they can get some beautiful days, but uh, they can get that uh, cloudy, gloomy uh, stuff, too. So, anyhow, that's, uh, what else we got? We got anything else? We got to escape this noise is what we got to do. Well, you know where you do that. Where's that, Joe? Giants Ridge. Mm Mm-hmm. And look at gas prices. You're going to be changing your plans this summer, I bet, and you might want to uh, consider that. Uh, I was going to drive to Cooperstown. Who the hell can afford you it? You can't afford to drive no, to Cooperstown. I, I, I'm going to go to Giants Ridge and watch it on TV. You can afford to go to Giants Ridge, <laughs> home of the uh, legend and the quarry, two of the greatest values in Minnesota golf. And there's a special on right now through August 29th. Play the legend and the quarry on the same day with lunch on the club. And uh, for one great fee in that uh, lunch, it'd be at the Wakuda Grill. It has one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. You can see these 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. But if you're thinking of it as a family vacation destination, there's nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging and more and it is quiet it's a beautiful beautiful spot in nature in northeast minnesota and it's not that far away given the fact that gas is now five bucks a gallon you might not want to be taking that trip to yellowstone Uh, i know that uh, that might not be the way to go you can uh, book tea times online at giantsridge.com or by calling giants ridge at 218-865-8030 
Very good. All right, I got two things. Go ahead. Hey, let me put in a plug for Brainerd this weekend. That's this right. Yes. Street Outlaws, Friday and Saturday. Are you going, by the uh, way? Brought, I might run up there and see him practice Thursday. Okay. I don't know. Uh, B-I-R-M-N.com if you want to get tickets, right? Mm-hmm. They're still, I'm sure they got them. And uh, the B, uh, I sure wish I could remember what that was. It was really good. It was, it was something very important. But uh, it was, uh, you know... Well, we'll think of it. And we'll uh, get her back. To I you bet. Next week. I bet you'll come to that realization, and you're going to put it out on Twitter. Forgot to mention on MNST. Yes, that's that. Would, that would probably be it. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, do that. There this we go. A, this is do a that. rare Monday night sports talk, actually recorded on, on Monday. a Monday. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's a new a tradition. I like it. Mm-hmm. We'll see you at the bank. All right, Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. I didn't even know this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with a population over 2,500, and the Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all those Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason. That's to match your specific situation for your area with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your specific situation may change. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.